Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Which foods remind you of your college years or your early 20s? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hi, guys. What is the food that reminds you of uh, that time of your life? Your college years, your early 20s? Why are we asking? Yeah, because I saw this conversation happening over at my favorite food website called The Takeout. They just always have something food-related that is fun to read and enjoy. And it makes me think of food. And then I think, when do I get to eat again? Mm, mm. Food. So there was a whole conversation over there with a few of their writers, which foods remind you of your college years. And um, it's a good read. I mean, you can read about the individuals uh, who shared their answers, but it just got me thinking about, oh, God, I have so many like college food memories. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't even go to college, I mean, this doesn't matter. It's just that like that er like when you're out on your own for the first time, food memories is really probably the best way to put it. Your ramen years. Ramen years. Yeah, exactly. Like ramen, uh, pizza, Mm -hmm. frozen pizza. Mm Cafeteria food, you know, if you did eat in a college, um, we had a cafeteria and I felt like I was in my like happy place because we had a salad bar and I was mm-hmm. like, I could have salad with ranch yeah. every day. Anytime you want. And I could get the ranch for any food item. Yeah. So I could get a thing of ranch mm-hmm. to go with any food item. You could dip anything into meal. it. Yes. It was I mean, eggs with ranch. Unlimited yes. ranch. Bacon with ranch. Yes. Oatmeal with ranch. No, don't do that. Never. But you can do the ranch with just about. Anyway, that was that was the kind of conversation I was having in my head. 651-641-1071. Colleen, I know um, that you probably had a lot of food experiences I mean, as well. I could go on and on. And some of them were just like the weird. Okay, so like, for example, we had a college cafeteria too. And ours is since at, at Gustavus Adolphus College on the Hill in St. Peter, Minnesota, oh, wow. they okay. have improved the cafeteria experience post-tornado. But before the tornado happened that took away that building uh, on campus, um, we just had like one cafeteria and it was very cafeteria-y. It wasn't like specialty areas or anything. So you had like the hotline, you mm-hmm. had the sandwich station, sure. you had yeah. the salad bar, and that's about it. Yeah. But there was one thing they always had. And so if I knew I wasn't going to like anything else, they always had rice. Okay. And I would get like a big heap and helping of rice and throw Lowry's salt on it. Ooh, with some butter. So now when, no, I don't even think I did butter. I just like Ew. heaped the Lowry's Salty on. Rice. Oh my gosh. Whenever I taste Lowry's now, that's all I can think of. Interesting. The other thing we used to do when there was nothing to eat, you'd get a bunch of crackers and you'd get some cottage cheese and put lemon pepper on it. 
and dip it. Yes. Okay. Well, we, so that's another know, thing. Hey, look. Also, again, your experience, man. Also, celebrate it for like thirteen dollars. You could get two medium. Uh, I think medium or large pepperoni pizzas from the local Domino's on Wednesdays. And that was a big deal. So pepperoni pizza. I mean, there's just those things. It was like the time when you had to cobble together meals. Yeah. And that's what I remember. Your early 20s food years. Let's go to the phones. We've got Megan on the line. Hey, Megan, what's the food that really reminds you of your early 20s? Hi. Um, when after college, so I was still kind of mid, early mid twenties. I lived in Budapest, Hungary, to teach English for oh, a couple cool. years. Fun. And um, I lived in the school where I taught, and they had like a little snack buffet place or little snack bar thing. And they had this thing called a Melig sandwich, which is like a warm sandwich. Oh. Um, and it was like kind of like a like a crescent roll, like a half piece of bread with like cheese and ham and stuff on it was so good mm. and then they put ketchup on it it was delicious okay it Yum. sounds real good All right. thank you megan for not Thanks, only megan. your memory but the cultural lesson yeah uh let's go to chris i, feel like I went to hungry i know and i am I'm hungry, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey chris chris what is the food that brings you right back to your 20s it is the tuna noodle casserole that my mother made when we were growing up Yum. why is it that in particular that brings you back to your 20s because I made it for my college roommates when there were four of us living in an apartment together. I love it. And we all sat down to eat the casserole when it came out of the oven. Mm. Or I guess Minnesota, we should say hot dish. Yes, oh, thank yeah. you. It came out of the oven, and I will ever be, or forever be teased for my hot mess moment of missing the main ingredient. <gasps> we all started eating and realized I didn't put the tuna in. Oh my gosh, hey, look, that's so funny. I bet it was still good. Pl- complain about creamy noodle casserole. <laughs> right? Tuna, yeah, creamy noodle casserole instead of tuna noodle casserole. Yeah. But yes, anytime I ever make that, that takes me right back oh, to bet. my I love senior that. year of college. Thank you for your call. And you know, you can make that for vegetarians. That's the other thing that's so nice about yeah, it. Exactly. Just leave out the tuna. We I remember baking a lot of hamburger helper. Oh, man. Yeah, it helps Once your hamburger I lived on make my a great own meal. When I was out of the dorms. Oof. Oh, and I rice-a-roni was hot, too. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. Hello. We did get a tweet from AJ who said, Easy Mac with Coors Light, post-shift whilst doing homework. Oh. So I, when we were in college, that was before Easy Mac was a thing. And I remember figuring out how to make a box of macaroni and cheese in the microwave. Or like some people had, some fancy people had hot pots on my floor. Yeah. Um, But I just had a microwave. So you would just microwave the noodles and like deal with it. I stayed on campus one spring break and our cafeteria would close during holidays. And that always like screwed me because I like I ate on like I was paying for that right right that's how i got my food i didn't shop for food we didn't have like a kitchen in our dorm we had like a closet Mm -hmm. so i basically showed up for a week and was like oh i don't have any food so i literally made ramen on a candle i remember you telling me about that you can make ramen on a candle so i would take it was a metal it was a candle on a metal holder and so i would put the bowl on top of the metal holder and it would boil up the water and then i would put my ramen (laughs) Because I everything am super, was super super impressed though yeah. at your resourcefulness. I also the the um the laundry room must have been closed or maybe it was like out of order or something. And I washed my clothes in the shower. 
I got real inventive that. that it just seems break. to me that like they should accommodate that because you could not have been. Well, the only you know one. what it might have been now that I think about it. It was because we had tokens and they were closed. Oh, so you couldn't get more so tokens. You, I bet that's what it was. That makes sense. Because oh I'm like, gosh. why would I have done that? And that's exactly why. Because knowing me, yeah. I would not have thought ahead. Right. That sounds tokens. more like it. Yeah. Let's go to Pam. Hi, Pam. Uh, Pam, what is the food that brings you right back to your 20s? Well, I remember in college making a lot of things in a hot pot. Yeah. This was back in the uh, late, well, it would be the early 80s, yeah. And um, one time we had a party and we used our cafeteria cards and all of us went and got the picnic food that we were allowed to take out of the cafeteria, like hot dogs and hot dog buns. But we got inventive and put uh, Bloody Mary sauce in the hot pot. And then we put cut up hot dogs in there for our hors d'oeuvres oh, for our party. My I word. love it. I love the creativity of like trying to nab as much as you could on the down low to make a party. <laughs> so funny. Oh, Pam, does that um, does that appeal to you at all these days? No, not at all. But another time I was working in that said cafeteria and I was having a Lucille Ball moment because... I was the one that had to oh. take the hot um, donuts out of the fryer and put them, you know, as they came out of this fryer, which was like an assembly line. They just oh kept coming and coming. And I was alone in this room. <laughs> but every time a donut was not formed quite white, I just popped it in my mouth. Oh, oh my God. That my is word. hilarious. That's awesome. You can imagine what started happening after about five of those deformed donuts went into my stomach. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. not good. I had to run off the line and just quit my shift immediately. Well, I'm oh, sure. my gosh. Thank you for your call, Pam. That's hilarious. Oh, I love that. I thought she was going to say dishes because I had to work the dish line once. And um, just like trying to manage all these dishes coming, you know, flying out at you. Okay, so I have to tell you something that I just had a memory of that I have not thought about since college. There was a kind of a grassroots group formed at our college called the Juggling Socialists. Okay, sounds about right. And on Thursdays, they would... would juggle? Nope. They would position themselves uh, on chairs... Next to, they wanted us to know we shouldn't be wasting food. Oh, sure. And so they would position position themselves on chairs by the belt where you'd put your tray to go back into the dish room. Yep. And they would eat the leftovers. Can you imagine? They would take get their own fork, and any time there was food left on the plate, they would just shovel it in, and that was their lunch. Oh, that's such a college thing oh, to do. Oh, my gosh. We did weird stuff. We, we almost, you know, there was almost like a giant wave of protest after they changed our cafeteria rules such that we couldn't walk out the door with food. So like the best thing to do at the end of your meal was to get, cause they had soft yeah. serve was to take a cone of soft serve yes. and walk out the door, you know, like just on your way back yeah. to your dorm and you couldn't do that. And so people were, because people had been, you know, like they would roll up with sure. their Tupperware and, you know, fill. Maybe I did that. I in mean, college. I, my thing was like, I paid for it. Right. So I already paid for it. I get to eat it. But, that's a bummer. Yeah. No more saucer. And then they made us leave our bags in the foyer unattended. Oh. And we, we just all, did that in my college. Like, well, you just we never. We were in the city. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we were in the middle of nowhere. Cows were going to come. There was some stuff food. there. There was some stuff there. Mm-hmm, sure. It is a town. It was going to be the capital I'm of Minnesota. I'm not away from St. Peter, the Minnesota. St. Peter. Thank you. <laughs>
I love you, St. Peter. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to... It was a town! Have you ever been to St. Peter? It's beautiful. I'm sure I have. Yeah, it's I'm beautiful. Not, who's saying anything against St. Peter? I'm just saying there's houses and businesses. <laughs> there's a state hospital. They have people. Uh, when we come back, it is Friday, which means we are going to eat some stuff. It's time oh, it to cheat. Cheaty. I gotta go yes. get our cheat. Go get it. Uh, we're going to eat it after this on My Talk 1071. Sorry, I had to do my hair. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's true. And today is Friday, which means it's a cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. I don't know if you can see on the video, but if you can, because it's, oh, it's a very little glary. glary. Very glary. Today's cheat day, and I, I apologize. I cut the package in half because half went to Here's Colleen. the other half. That's, oh, yeah, that doesn't really do any good. But here, let me get super close. That's not doing any good. Okay, so for those of you who can't see anything, I will tell you. Ooh, first oh. of all, courtesy of our friend Panda, who was so kind, she gave us like several cheat day taste test experiences in a box and feel free to drop off treats for us to try whenever you like we we love free treats yeah we do um but thank you panda for the kit kat fruity cereal described thusly crisp wafers in fruity cereal cream naturally and artificially flavored so Colleen, hmm. basically, it's like a Fruit Loops Kit Kat. Yeah, but they can't say Fruit Loops because you know, copyright. Oh, it smells very like a Fruit Loops. Like Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. So can I tell you something before we start eating these things? For some reason, I thought that we were going to do a birthday cake one. Oh, I did say birthday. You cake. did. Yeah. But it's fine. I just it's just that I didn't realize it wasn't birthday cake until after I smelled it and I took a whiff. And I immediately thought, that don't smell like no birthday cake I ever eaten. But it does smell like Fruity Pebbles. It would taste like a Fruity Pebbles birthday yeah. cake. Okay, so it's like a white chocolate Kit Kat, essentially. Which concerns us. Why, Bradley? Well, because usually white chocolate tastes like wax. But, AKA crap. Right, waxy crap. It smells very, very fruity. So it's super fruit fruity. on point. Do you want to stick it in your pie hole? Um, when was it, the last time you had a fruity cereal? Oh, probably not that long ago. Oh, okay. I mean, some... Actually, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's within memory. Oh, this delivers. Is it good? It delivers Describe on it. the fruity cereal. So, you're on the front end, you're not going to... It's not super fruit cereal forward. On the front end, you're going to be like, oh, okay, this is sweet. I can smell the fruit cereal. I know I'm going to get to it. And then it hits you like clack ha All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, it just gets you. It hits you like what? Clack out. It just gets you. No, and you're this like, is a good one. It's good though. And it's not, it's not too much. It's not overpowered. It's not super waxy. And it's not waxy. That to me is the big headline. I love Kit Kats as a candy item mm-hmm. for two reasons. Well, mostly it's because of the contrast of the creamy and the crunchy. Mm-hmm. And this delivers on that. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, I don't know that I would rush out to buy one. I'd rather eat a bowl of fruity cereal. Yeah. But. But you're satisfied with the experience. Like, I would get a having. regular Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. But that's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, can I ask another uh, Kit Kat related question? I mean, so I it's not super off sure. topic. If mm. if you were eating, if you like opened up a Kit Kat, well, okay, if you opened up a Kit Kat, how do you eat it? Do you just bite into the bar the way it is, or do you click one off and eat one at a time? Oh, I click one off. You have to, right? I think so too. I think you're socially. I think what's some, the word like a sociopath. I agree. If you just gnaw into the bar. I've seen kids doing that recently. Okay. And I want to, I need, we need to correct that as soon as possible. Yeah, people, we cannot correct. have people walking around earth eating Kit Kats I mean, like they're another kind of candy bar. To most things. That's not one of those no. things. Mm-mm. Okay. So we need to rate this experience mm. and now, explain our rating. And we do that on a scale of five Cobras, five being best. So if I'm going to do the scale of, Kit Kat or candy? Like, what's mm-hmm. my scale? Well, you, I think you have to be the judge of that. <laughs> okay. It's I'm going to put it decision. on the scale of a... Oh, God. I don't know what my scale is, because now I'm like, is it a, on a scale of things that taste like fruity things? So I'm going to weigh it all together. Okay? I'm going to I'm gonna figure for <laughs> all the feelings. Figure and, for all the feelings. If I'm figuring for all the feelings... Yeah. Then I'm going to say that's like a 3.75. Oh, interesting. I was going to go 3.5. Okay. Because as a Kit Kat, I don't, pref- it's not my Kit Kat preference. Yeah. However, it, but, but it is what it says it is. Yeah, I was going to say it delivers on the promise, which is something that all too often things that purport to taste like other things don't deliver on. Yeah. And you're like, I see what you thought you were doing there. Maple pancakes. Right. For example. Yeah. Or like bacony something yeah. or another. No, I I uh, I think we are roughly in yeah. agreement. Okay, thank so you. Somewhere Kansa. in the three to four range. Cereal kick And also, please feel free anybody to send us treats. We'll eat them. Yeah, no, because we're out, so, so we need a fresh crop. Thanks. So get on it. After this, we're going to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. We call them demons. After this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. And that name is... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your naming? Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. Oh, look at that. Welcome to the show again, Bonnie. Bonnie Fuller. Fuller crap. Thank you. I was. Gonna say <laughs> I know. Else, I could I see it brewing. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Oh, 
Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller is a tabloid that deserves to be tased. Okay? Wow. Okay. Metaphorically. Um, here's a headline for you. Billie Eilish takes a dip in black bathing suit while on a swanky vacation in the mountains. Okay. So she went swimming. So there's this whole thing that the media seems obsessed with around Billie Eilish, and that's her body mm-hmm. and her choice of clothing. Right. And so Hollywood life, I know this seems innocuous, right? You're like, oh, a celebrity going on vacation. When I see a story about Billie Eilish and it involves her clothing choices, I get my spidey senses are right. raised because I think what you're trying to tell me is I should look at Billie Eilish, 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 or as Eilish, we say at our house, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish's um, weird clothing options and weird body. Mm-hmm. Like there's subtext there is what I'm saying. Right. And sure enough, as I open the article, I bit. I bit Bonnie Fuller. I bit. I mean, I didn't really bite her, but you know, you would website. if she was in the room. I would <laughs> aggressively. Um, would you please open the article? Oh, sure. Can I have I'd you love to please play the home game? I would love to. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Again, Billie Eilish takes a dip in black bathing suit while on a swanky vacation in the mountains. See photos poolside. Okay. So it's her Instagram. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. No, but but at the very beginning. Oh, sure. What are you treated to? Uh, you get an entire pictorial of Billie Eilish and her clothing out and about. 18 photos, to be exact, in a gallery of Billie Eilish wearing clothing. Okay. Now, are any of those photos her in a bathing suit? Zero, none. Okay. Then there's an article, words, blah, blah, blah. Billie Eilish is enjoying her vacation. I just love that it just rolls right off the tongue right. now. Just Billie Eilish. Uh Posted a slideshow from her vacation. Okay, now scroll down to the Instagram. You see the Instagram there? I do, I do, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to do me a favor and scroll yeah. through all those. Okay, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically, you've seen a bathing suit in there. Uh, well, I've seen the strap of a bathing suit. I can only assume it's a bathing suit. It could be yeah. anything. Could Thank be you. an evening gown. Thank you. Could be a negligee. And there are... Could just be a brassiere. I don't know. Six photos, two of which... Only two of those six photos is she actually in. Of those two photos, it is clear that she's wearing some type of clothing. I'm not sure if it's a bra. I'm not sure if it's a bathing suit or yeah. a negligee, as you said. It's it very could, shouldery. And I also don't see her wearing her black bathing suit. So you've done two things now that I'm ticked off about Bonnie Fuller. One is you didn't deliver on the goods. You didn't deliver the promise. The mm-hmm. promise was that she took a dip in a black bathing suit on a swanky vacation. Mm-hmm. So you wanted me to, to to you wanted me to do the thing mm-hmm. that tabloids do, which is you wanted me to look at her body mm-hmm. without saying look at her body. Mm-hmm. But then when I do, because like I can't help myself because you have because we've been trained, you've trained me to do yeah. this. You didn't even deliver. You literally just took her dumb Instagram post. It's yeah. not dumb, Billy. I'm just saying. In the context, I mean, her of the vacation story, looks great, by the way. In the context of the story, there is nothing here. Here, so you created an entire and and also, could they not now? If I posted, if I posed this post to you as a writer mm-hmm. and said, "Make a story out of this," yeah, what would you have chosen in this story to lead with? Honestly, I either. One of two things, like the beautiful scenery 
of wherever she's vacationing. Yeah. Because that seems to be the star. Or whatever that car is she's driving on that vacation. Because that's quite the rental. But would you focus on her body? No. Then why no. did Bonnie Fuller and uh, that specifically... Is, that is the million dollar question. Olivia right? Elgart, lifestyle director of Hollywood Life. That is the million dollar question. Thank you. To your point, and honestly, like, yes, Bonnie Fuller is like the, the uh, micro D-bag here. The macro D-bag is all of society... <laughs> Who can't just let Billie Eilish walk around in the meat suit that she's been gifted. But, you know, yes, and I will say that puts more onus on Olivia Elgart and Bonnie Fuller because I don't know that most people would continue to focus on, like, people just eat what they're given. Sure. Right? We just had this conversation right. about going to the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And when you didn't like something, you would make something up with what you had. Right. So you would eat the rice I was still and the eating. salt. Yeah. But you only ate what they gave you. Right. And I feel like at a certain point, tabloids, you know, you can say, I'm just serving the audience what they want. Mm. But why do they want that? I wonder. Like, I like people, that. That's a good wondering. Did people wake up wanting to know what bathing suit Billie Eilish is wearing? I, I don't think know. It's I, really, just, I think it's really interesting, especially because Billie Eilish has talked about the choices that she makes in the way that she dresses as being in many ways fighting that conversation about her body. And what talking about it in that way has done is actually um, opposite of what was meant to happen. Yeah. Meaning it's like fair game. All anybody wants to talk about is her body. Well, and specifically with Bonnie, Bonnie Fuller, and then I'll get off the Bonnie Fuller attack train. If you read the actual article, because again, I think most people don't, they just see the headline, right. but I think that it's clickbait for like, look at her body and mm-hmm. then they don't even do that for you. So they're, so then you feel bad about yourself because mm-hmm. you're like, you oh, I have to examine and what you're still horny click. for her weird body. Right. Like that's just, that's gross. But then if you actually stop what you're doing to read the words, they do that thing that tabloids do. And it is so annoying now where they're like, we can't talk about her body because that's not a good idea. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to couch it with words like Billie Eilish 19 posted a slideshow of her photos from her vacation in the mountains. And the singer looked fabulous Uh, when she rocked a black bikini. And that, you know, how do you even know that's a bikini? I know exactly what they're doing is trying to to get you to think like there's nothing wrong with you being obsessed with her body because we're going to use words like fabulous and rock. Right. When. Again, you're not obsessed with half a dozen other celebrities mm-hmm. who posted photos mm-hmm. of themselves on vacation. Right. And it's if just, they are, they're probably women. Right. Thank you. Mm. You want to know who my D-bag is? Yeah. Mine queen. is actually a D-bag follow-up. So two days ago, it's this is a journey. So two days ago, I brought you a story in which... I named Illyria or Hillary Baldwin as the D-bag. Yeah, well, I mean. For the photograph that she posted on her own Instagram of her, quote, multitasking, an art-directed photograph of her 
foiling her hair, eating pop chips, pumping breast milk, and drinking rosé while charging totally her phone. Relatable. Totally I'm relatable. I'm like trying to figure out all the multitasky things that she's doing in this. But the pop chips, by the way, are very front and center. And um, what's interesting about that is she's not really multitasking. She's just doing a couple things. No, she's being art directed. And being art directed sure. in doing so. Yeah. But also then yesterday we had a uh, we had a blind item that indicated that this was a shoot to try to get the attention of brands so that she could be like a brand ambassador for yeah. things like pop chips. Right. So like that also was kind of debaggy. But today, today we've brought another person into the marriage and his name is Alec Baldwin. Oh, he's been there. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Now, this this is part of what makes you really see the strategy of this. She posts it on her own Instagram. Yep. She's got the pop chips front and center trying to get some attention. Yep. Then she has her uber super famous husband comment on it so that we get attention for it. Sure, yeah. And uh, and not only that, had also had Alec Baldwin repost the picture on his own account and caption it legend. Okay. Really? As in his wife is a legend for her ability to pump breast milk, foil her hair, charge her phone, drink rose and eat pop chips. Can I just point something out? Yes, please. She's not pumping breast milk. Well, you know what? You are absolutely right. The breast milk is pumping itself. Well, also, I also want to point out that she's actually not pumping breast milk. Because when you said that, it made me realize at least one of those is not on a breast. Unless her breasts are very close together. And and on the outside of her shirt. Okay, well, I'm yeah. just saying yeah. for closer inspection. My, the, the point is, yeah. like, again, like like we said, when this post yeah. was first posted, well, that was a lot of words. Um, there is a lot of things and people behind the camera. So, like, you're not a legend. You were just stage right. directed into a photo, which, you know, kudos again, like fine. But we see you. Mm-hmm. We see you. We Hello, see what you're doing. And guess what? We wouldn't care if you wouldn't make us care. See, now we're blaming her. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest, I think, you know, what I think irritates me, not irritates me, but like, yeah, I guess it is. Say, it's, I'm sort of, how do you say that in, in your language? Uh, irritates me? I, I feel chapped by the fact that she's trying to get attention for herself as like a lifestyle something or other, but wants us to think that she's not trying to get attention. That's what bothers me about it. It's like, yeah. if you are, if you want to be a lifestyle person, then be that and like, say it. Like I, I try to get in, I want to be an influencer. Yeah. I'm trying to get but endorsements. She can't do that because she needs to make people, but that's how she ended up lying <sighs> about who she was for how many years. Well, I mean, yes. th- you're expecting a woman who like, she didn't learn a thing, by the way, with the entire... Okay, imagine this. Imagine! Why are we getting so animated I, about she, Hilaria Baldwin? She animates me. I think what, what is so frustrating about it, but it's so, ob- it's so obvious, so and obvious. I think that's why I want to kick myself. The entire world came at her and said, girl, legitimately, by yes. the way, legitimately came at her and said, excuse me, <laughs> you're lying, 
And yeah, it's a pretty low stakes lie in some ways. Yeah, but we were in the middle of a pandemic and we had time we on our bored. hands. Yeah. And somebody did a really fun thing for us yeah. and gave us something to be distracted and by. I think and that it person was you, celebrated. Hilaria Baldwin. Um, but like the entire world came at her, read her beads, as we say, like told her about herself in a way that was completely justified. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing like I'm sure there were bad words out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trolls who came after her unfairly. They're- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But, like, they show up every day of the week anyway. But 99% of everybody else who showed up was just like, girl, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. And, and, and again, the whole world, and by that I mean social media, of which to her is the whole world. Right. Because that's, that's her, her thing, world. Right. And what was her response? Um, to gaslight us. To act as though she was the victim. Right. And then try to make us all feel bad. Yeah. So she learned literally zero. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, what kind of person are you when the entire world gives you legitimate feedback? That your response is to say, I'm a victim yeah. and you're all wrong yeah. and I have been somehow unfairly criticized. Like that just tells you the kind of person she is. So yes. nothing that comes out of her mouth is going to be fair, honest or reflective. I mean, which is at which point sad. I think that, yes, no, so only once uh, shame on me. Also, who's the brand that wants to attach themselves to that? Yeah, not Pop Chips, I'm sure. I wonder, I'm super waiting for the Pop Chips response. Like, we. Pop Chips is like, no. 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 How do you say, no, no, thank you? In your language. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we had more D bag. And so we thought we'd give it to you. A little D bag double down. This one featuring Kylie Jenner's daily food intake. Mm, After this on My Talk 1071. Oh, the celebrities, they act so bad. They behave so badly. Sometimes we can't fit all of those D-bags into one segment. So we have a little spillover on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yep, that's my name. And uh, we call that a D-bag double down. Mm, Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> Double down today. Who's da- who's double down? Uh, her name is Kylie Jenner, but also kind of the Daily Mail, and also just you know the world, because you know this is actually kind of this is very complimentary, Bradley, to your Billy Eyelash issue, which is that oftentimes tabloids will uh, do a pictorial and uh, an article, a combined article. That outline what a celebrity has eaten during the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's a subtext to that yeah. that is super irritating. Well, it's it's also borderline, I don't want to say dangerous, because oh. there's a lot of actual dangerous things, but problematic. Problematic, I think. probably a better word. Yeah. 
Headline, Kylie Jenner shows fans what she eats in a day, and the star enjoys pasta, cookies, gourmet salads, and fresh coconut water. Yeah. What do you get from that, trainer? I mean, I don't have to read this story to know this story. Yeah. Because we've read so many of them. Mm -hmm. I have it up, but I'm not looking at it. Good. Cool. Go. But here's what I want to... Well, can I just do the punchline and then you fill it in the details? Yeah. Because to me, the punchline is... Here is a sexy woman who eats everything and looks sexy. Mm-hmm. This is porn for men and women, frankly, for di- battling reasons. Because guys want a woman who, I should say straight men, my rudimentary knowledge of them mm-hmm. is, or at least as they are portrayed in the in the media... Is that they want sexy lady who can eat anything. Like yeah. She can eat like a man. Yeah. So they can sit down, have ribs together, and she still looks fabulous. But they don't want her to look like they have ribs together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just want to see her ribs. Exactly. So, so that plus, on the flip side, for women, they want to know. But she knows how to be healthy. So right. there's going to be a smoothie in there. And there's probably going to be some other diet. Oh, there's so much subtext. It's unbelievable. So I didn't. Okay. I'm going to also confess. I didn't actually read the whole article because you don't need to. All you need to do is read the captions on the pictures and you get everything you need, which is one of the things that the Daily Mail treats you to is like just the most obnoxious captions. Um, But anyway, so she shared what she eats in a day she did such on her TikTok account. Of course. Um, so let's start at the beginning. The star tunes 24 on August 10th. Uh, okay, nope. There's nothing about the food. But they, first <laughs> they show a granola, like a bowl of granola with like a dollop of dollop of yogurt atop it. Oh, yeah, by the way, that is a do- Oh, but look underneath the blueberry. Oh, yeah, I suppose there is some underneath. Okay, so they dressed it up on the bottom and on the top. She's got blueberries, raspberries, and like a little sprig of mint. I do not for one second buy that she made this for herself. And she's got some matcha tea there. No, of course, this woman has, yeah, she's got a kitchen staff. Well, she must have a kitchen staff because ain't ain't nobody at my house giving me a coconut to drink out of. A coconut? What? Yes, she had a hot matcha latte as her beverage with her breakfast. But then later, she enjoyed a coconut water. Now, if you had a coconut Out water, of a coconut, right, Bradley, you would get like a box of coconut water. I would get yeah, a coconut liqueur. She has an actual coconut. Oh God! And a straw in the middle. So okay. now, not only is this perpetuating all these dumb things we talk about, and now I just hate her because she's I know. got access to fresh coconuts. Right, they're probably in her backyard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for her next meal, she enjoyed a gourmet salad consisting of toasted almond, sesame, greens, cabbage, and light dressing. For uh, a snack, she had a bowl of grapes. Mm, okay. um, now, next up, she had to hydrate with some lemon water. She added several drops of BLK Wait. Waters SVIC what? acid drops. What? what? I don't know. The drops are used to replenish any lost minerals for strength and stamina. Now, here's where it really gets fun. For dinner, she had cheesy pasta. Now, remember how I said there was going to be some like commentary on how to keep your calories down? Although it was a very small portion with a small salad and asparagus as sides. So, like, FYI. Oh, my God, look how tiny that food is. Kylie Jenner, you guys, she eats pasta, but she just doesn't eat a lot of it. That is such a... She looks like she went to the buffet and, like, put some stuff on her plate. I mean, she did, like, yes, except for that that is 
would be part of what you'd get at the buffet. That's only one plate. Yeah, that's a tiny, tiny, tiny. Also, tiny. there's six sprigs of asparagus, which to me is just like, that's not, you might as well just not even eat the asparagus. He is going to smell. I Yeah. Anyway, also then after that, lest you think she's just such a health nut, there's Bradley. There's got to be dessert somewhere. Like she's like, but when I really want to let loose, mm-hmm. I just eat a whole gallon of ice cream. Freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, oh. which no doubt she made with her daughter. Dream. Oh, yeah, of course. Dream? True. What? Who's no, her true kid? is Chloe's. Who's child. Dream? Oh, wait, what's did hers? I get that wrong? No, true is Chloe's. Then there's Dream. And what's the other? There's what is hers Dream? Who does she have? I think it's Dream. Or is, isn't that Rob's daughter? Oh, you're right. Dream Renee. Who's hers? Who does she have? Hurry. I don't know. I don't either. Oh my gosh. What is Kylie's daughter's name when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show? We'll have that for you. Also, what is the smell you love so much you want it in a candle? Stormy, stormy. Thank you. 651-641-1071. What smell do you like so much you want it in a candle after this?